Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this、uh, another digital citizen episode. Happy Gay、uh, Pride Month, Luke. Oh, I, th- I thought you said Happy Yay, like.、Uh... You were going to be celebrative of the 295th episode, but no, happy gay pride month, I guess, yeah. No. No. I'm, 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 I'm happy、uh, with numbers, but not that happy. <laughs> with、uh, 295 specifically, not that exciting of a, of a number. Yeah, well, I, I think it's 294, to be honest. What is? This episode. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know where, where, where you put this、uh, extra episode. Oh, no, I just didn't redo the run sheet. It is 295. Oh,、yeah. oh okay. Cool. See, I trust the run sheet way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten the latest、uh, WWE news?、Uh, no, well, I saw. I saw... Mark Henry had signed with AEW, but that's not really WWE news. Well, I guess it kind of、no. is because he used to wrestle for WWE, right?、So. But listen to this list of people that have been released today Braun Strowman. Wow, okay. Yep. Yep. Alistair Black.、Mm, uh, not super surprised by that, I guess. No. Alana, Murphy, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett. But yeah. Uh, people are very surprised of Braun Strowman that had a pay per view match last.、Uh, had a main, was in the main event scene, the last pay per view. So, do you think and, there's, there's got to be some behind the scenes something going on? Something else besides.、Uh, people say that he asked for his release, uh, and uh, Alistair Black has. Tweeted that he was not aware of it, but people are saying they are、uh, Braun Strowman asked for it. And here's the biggest rumor, and this is now I'm starting to believe this rumor、uh, WWE is firing a lot of people, especially lately, the last three months, because guess what? They are selling the WWE. What, to like NBC? Uh, what people are thinking is Disney or, or、um, Fox. Well, well, maybe, yeah. They have a deal with Fox、yeah. as well as NBC Universal, right? So I'd imagine it's、yeah. one of those two, probably not Disney, but I could be wrong, I guess. I think Disney is NBC, isn't it? Does Disney own NBC Universal now? I wouldn't be surprised. Disney,、I'm... NBC. I think maybe it is. Don't take、uh, my words for it. But,、uh, but people are, are yeah. And uh, now uh, rosters in the WWE h a s also like, confirmed that、uh, there are rumors inside、uh, of the roster that WWE is selling out as well.、Uh, but 
uh, I uh, according to Fightful uh, is maybe the Fightful Select uh, one of the wrestling things I follow. Uh, they they say that uh, it's Vince that is kind of like holding back. Uh, yeah, apparently they Disney does own NBC, but I think it's like a different, yeah. con- like it's a separate, com- like it's not necessarily, like, like they own it, but it's like a separate conglomerate, like Disney is the conglomerate, NBC Universal is like the, under an umbrella company, I guess. But yeah, I yeah. guess it, Disney really does own everything, yes. <laughs> not this podcast though if if they want to buy it for 99 cents they can do it. 99 podcast. cents no, we have a spotify deal so <laughs> we must at least get like 50 million you know oh yeah 50 million at least yeah mm-hmm. how many percentages are you going to get out of that what do you mean we'll split it oh we, we split it 50 50 sure <laughs> I'll see you week, Ben. Well, besides manifesting $25 million, um, pretty good, I guess. <laughs> $25 $25 Twenty-five million. 25 million. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, yeah. it, it was so hot yesterday, um, especially for be. I guess it is almost the beginning of summer now. It really is, but uh, it was oh, yeah, like 100. Somebody, uh, yeah, come on. It was like 100 Fahrenheit yesterday, which is, I'm, I mean... Nobody's happy with that. I mean, people in Texas oh. will be like, "Oh, that's like every day for me." But uh, yeah, I don't think anybody likes a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> right, right. Or you would live in Texas. Yeah. No. Somebody decided to turn the switch on in Norway and turn it on to summer here. Or all of a sudden, I am gulching in sweat because I don't have the fan on. Because guess what? This is an audio podcast, and it would be oily. Awful to listen to, but yeah, I'm not having uh, much fun with the out fan on. To be honest, it is way, way, way too hot. And is the sun down already? Yeah, I would assume. No, 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 it's not down yet. Okay, yeah, it'll be down. Soon. <laughs> That'll help when the sun goes down. But um, yeah, I, it's just been yesterday. It was just like try to stay cool all day, not worry about like working. Yeah. That's when it's that hot. It's like. Should I work on something? Oh, maybe not because I might I might get heat stroke and die. So maybe I'll just like hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please don't die on me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, would be kind of hard to do the podcast without you. Mm, yes, it's kind of hard. A, a, a bit hard. It would. Well, you yeah. could, we could probably do it, but it wouldn't be as good. That's for sure. Yeah. Another digital citizen. Uh, after death. Right, speaking of after death, did you see Trump blog is dead? Or his social media oh, thing no. or whatever? The thing oh, we went no. to and we were like, wait, has this been around since like April? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Is yeah, it the, dead, really? Yeah, permanently deleted is what it says. Um, oh. I don't know if you heard about that. That's... Yeah, that happened today. No. I think oh. it just gave up on it. I think it was total failure. Like nobody was actually going there or anything, so... No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I wonder if that uh, pillow guy's vlog thing is up still. No, that was gone a long time ago, wasn't it? I think it went away like the next day. Or yeah. A couple days afterwards, it came up with like this experiment. This has been a fantastic experiment. 1.6 million people visited our website, blah, 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 blah. And then it never came back. Yeah. 
Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that, well, unless it's back up and nobody's talked about it, but that's the last I heard about it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I uh, I had a, a podcast with Bill yesterday uh, called uh, That Wrestling Show After Dark, uh, where we have to whisper, After Dark, mm-hmm. because it's After Dark, uh, that you can get for $3 on his Patreon, by the way, uh, plug, plug. Go to that wrestling shows uh, pod, uh, podcasts thing. Patron, patron, patron. Uh, we will probably never make a patron because I'm too lazy and Luke is too lazy. Uh, I mean, I could if anybody would was gonna want to put anything into it. The other thing about that <laughs> is we would have to put effort into it, and I don't really. Yeah, it's like you need to yeah. make stuff for people to want to pay for and. Uh, we have one podcast. If we made enough, yeah. then we could make more podcasts during the week, like smaller ones or things about different things. But it that would be like we would have to have the Patreon already paying money and then make the content, which that's yeah. like reverse of yeah. what how it works. So yeah. Anyway, uh, and I I talked there about how fucking failed I feel this administration is. And I, I talked to him like it is hard for me to be so anti-Trump supporter talking about and like Trump, and now like going from a president that can't hold his finger away from the tweet button to a president that uh, does absolutely deep shit nothing is like it is so like everybody was like especially in Norwegian media was like oh finally we get rid of Trump now. Now Biden needs some silence to to work, and I I was talking to my uh, dad yesterday or or today, and I said to him like Biden is not doing shit, nothing, like he's an awful president. And my dad is like, really? I get isn't he kind of like isn't he just quiet because? He's like, there's a crisis in the United States, and I'm like, no, he's just bad. He's not doing anything. Uh, Obama had an interview last night or this morning, one or the other. I saw an article uh-huh. this morning about it, him saying the Biden administration is just a continuation of the Obama policies. Literally came <laughs> out. He literally came out and just said that. So that's what it is. Wow. Yeah. What a surprise. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Obama, even though people really loved Obama and he's a very charismatic speaker and he's a great he you know orator and everything else, yeah. uh, he did do some bad things during, during his presidency, uh, like bombing different places okay. and things like that. Um, while he did do also some good things, uh, a lot of it was very status quo and helped out like um, corporations and things like that so to continue on the obama mm-hmm. legacy which basically in a way gave us trump to begin with <laughs> uh mm-hmm. is probably not a great plan if you don't want another trump in the future but that's just my thoughts i i said it to bill uh, yesterday uh, that i think 2024 will be a landslide for the republicans i think they will win in a landslide, as long as Trump is not the presidential candidate, they will win. There's still talk of him, you know, being there. He started, like, campaigning again, but mostly for the midterms to to kind of bolster the GOP for the midterms. I don't know if he'll run in 2024. 
that's I mean that's all depending on who runs, what Biden does in between then and now if he does anything, uh, or if anything happens. Like we wouldn't have probably mm-hmm. ended up with a Biden presidency at all if we wouldn't have had COVID nineteen. When you look at back back at what happened during yeah. the primaries and, and everything, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I after trying to guess that Trump would win last year and then COVID nineteen happening and. That everything just mm-hmm. getting turned on its head. I don't know. I can't guess again. <laughs> I just can't do it. Yeah, no. It, it it so depends on, like, I think that's one of the things we learned from the pandemic is, like, when it comes to uh, politics, it's so extremely hard to guess. And uh, and I, I was thinking about this, like, uh, yeah, when I was talking to Bill as well, like, I don't think I don't think there would be any change if there was another administration, and that's hard for me to say as someone that uh, by proxy uh, would vote for the Democratic person if I had to vote. I don't have to vote in the American election, thank right. God. But 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 it is hard for me as a socialist to sit there and see. What the fuck is going on with the Democratic Party? It is like, it isn't the Democratic Party I remember, and that's kind of, that's very sad for me to see. It's, it's going more and more in the center, and it's like, it is the new centrist party, and that is the Democratic Party. It isn't a Republican on one side and Democrats on this other side anymore it's republican on one side and democrats going closer and closer to the republican some of the democrats some of the democrats like you're kind of generalizing because like individual democrat per some democrats especially like in actual government have moved all the way to the to like past center into the right uh joe manchin for instance that's supposedly a democrat right but i wouldn't call him yeah i wouldn't call him a liberal that's for sure. Nope. No. Yeah, no, I, I find that very sad, to be honest. Because, like, uh, for somebody that cares so much about politics like I do, it is sad to see now that uh, the two sides are getting more and more mushy into one side. I think a lot of things that... A lot of people who voted Democrat their whole life, for instance, they mm-hmm. uh, maybe they're whatever, 50 years old, and they voted Democrat every election, and they're going to vote Democrat mm. every election probably for their whole life um, because mm. it's got the name Democrat in it. Uh, mm. A lot of people, they just go about their life, and they're like, oh, there's the D, I'll put put my vote there. They don't, mm. they haven't seen the change over whatever the last 40 years that the Democrat Democratic Party is no longer the Democratic Party it was when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's no longer an anti-war party and things like that. So, um, mm-hmm. but people don't see that. They just pay attention to their own life, and then when they need to vote, they go, "Oh, I'm a Democrat. I'm going to vote Democrat." They don't think mm-hmm. about those kind of things. So, and, and that's true for the Republican side as well. Oh yeah, I mean, it's not even just true for America. I think that's true about a lot, yeah. of, like, a lot of things, probably. Um, even online it, polls, it, it, like. You see an online yeah. poll, and then some it, you, people will freak out. Oh my god, this person won! But you, then you read how the wording of the poll is, and you're like, "Of course they won," because yeah. everybody was just like, "It's like, 
uh, who's your favorite internet celebrity? James Charles, David Dobrik, or and yeah. then they put in a third person that everybody likes, and it's like, hmm, yeah. I wonder who the who's gonna win, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think I think uh, this, uh, when the Tea Party revolution was in the Republican Party, the Republican Party definitely moved more to the right, uh, and I kind of feel like people like AOC, Bernie. There, there has to be kind of a, um, a liberal Tea Party, if you get what I think I mean. that's what the uh, Bernie movement was, was kind of a liberal yeah. Tea Party. And the, the centrist Democrats did the same thing that the oh, yeah. Republicans did to the Tea Party, is try to just mm. crush it. Um, but what ended up happening is... In the, yeah. It, it, it worked in the Republican That's what party. I'm saying. It didn't work because yeah. what happened to the Tea Party is that it turned into the Trump movement. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. And so people wonder where the Trump, Trump movement came from, where all these people who were yeah. disillusioned oh, no. by the process came from, is because oh, they yeah. already tried to make the process work for them in the Tea Party movement with, like, Ron Paul and Definitely. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and they were told by the Republican Party, no, you got to vote for... Who, the a bush or whatever you know what i mean and right yeah and that was kind of the same way with the democrats with bernie uh, you got to vote for clinton because it's a clinton and every people mm-hmm. were like I, i'm not just voting for somebody just because they have a name you know what i mean like i need yeah, somebody yeah. with actual good policies yeah mm-hmm. anyway let's talk about the white house uh they uh, are going to uh, or they are have um, examined evidence on Corona origins. Uh, yeah, it says in te- this is last week we talked about how um, Biden was calling for this ninety-day report on findings uh, about coronavirus origins, including the Wuhan Wuhan lab outbreak. Remember we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason that is is because of intelligence officials told the White House that they had a large amount of unexamined evidence that is related to the origins of COVID-19. This is what prompted President Biden to announce publicly that they were going to redouble their efforts to find the source. So this is the, like, last week we were like, well, why is he doing this now? Well, according to them, they have unexamined evidence of the origins. I don't know um, why they have unexamined, why why this evidence hasn't been examined. They don't say that, but... Uh, that's interesting. I wonder what will come out of it, I get guess. Yeah, like I said last week, I wonder if this is too big a thing that we will find the origin of it or people are going to try to hide it forever. I wonder where this um, new evidence, or, or this is it old evidence? Is this evidence from the Trump administration that the Trump administration was trying to hide? Or is this... Right. Uh, evidence, new evidence that they came across, uh, but it just says they have a large, un- large amount of unexamined evidence. Um, Trump always seemed to want to push the Wuhan lab type theory, right? So you oh, would think definitely. if yeah, yeah. this evidence was in any way able to prove that, and it was mm-hmm. found during his administration that it would have come out then. Um, mm-hmm. And if it isn't, if it is evidence that proves the opposite then and would trump want to hide it maybe so there's a lot of questions about this for me 
Yeah, I, I think I come to the conclusion that uh, e, 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 whatever the conclusion is, people people are going to make up their mind before the conclusion comes out. It is a little like the Mueller report, like you know, like uh, uh, he's. Oh, you think? Uh, you think it's yeah. going to be like split on party lines? People are going to be like. I do. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Because people are, because people are making up their like, especially like if you look at Fox News and things like that, they are like very on the human, made in lab, lab uh, train. And if you watch like NBC or ABC or whatever, like they are very like, oh, this is was a natural thing. Well, according to this article from the Hill, they're saying that they're going to tap. Uh, scientific resource, resources and labs that were previously not involved in the effort. So they're going to bring in new people as well, mm. not just new evidence. So that it's going to open up a whole... I'd Like you said, I, this could open up a whole can of worms politically. Yeah, definitely. Especially since kind of the liberal media for so long made it such a big deal that it wasn't a mm. thing and that it was a conspiracy oh, yeah. theory. Now if the Biden yeah. administration comes out and goes, oh, actually this is possible yeah. or even comes out and says this is what happened yeah, yeah. it's not going to be good for like the 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 right wing is going to be v very mad at the liberal media and, and democrats yeah. in general not that they aren't already right. but it's just going to give them more fodder i guess and i think that's uh let's say they can come out with a conclusion that it's uh, it was natural like it wasn't made in and and in labs, uh, conspiracy theorists or, or or people that that are on the right side will like say, "Hey, oh, they came out with that report because they always have uh, need to hide it because they wouldn't give Trump to right because it's Joe Biden." Like, They'll be like, "Oh, yeah, I don't trust yeah. I don't trust Joe Biden or the liberal media." Right? There's right. no winning in this scenario with no. them. right. No. Yeah. And that, I think that comes to also like uh, why Facebook won't remove posts claiming that COVID nineteen is over human made. I mean, I I think that's good, isn't it? It's it's just kind of weird from Facebook. Um, I think this just kind of goes into the whole social aspect that we talked about last week. Of like, it was really taboo for anybody to say mm. this this Wuhan lab lab theory was even possible. Like, mm. you were at. You were outcast. You you became a like a a complete uh, what? Deranged. Yeah, you you just got <laughs> yeah. sent off into the woods out of the village if you said it. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, you were an outcast if you made this kind of assertion that it would be even possible that that this could right. happen. And so Facebook removed claim because obviously they said it was conspiracy theories because at the time Facebook was removing. A lot of conspiracy theory type um, things like Alex Jones and things like that. So they removed any claims that COVID-19 could be human-made or... Uh, oh, uh, could be human-made or manufactured. But Facebook says now it will no longer remove these claims in light of ongoing investigations into the origin of COVID-19 and consultation with public health experts. Um, so yeah, I think this more goes into kind of the social aspects more than like the finding out what really where this came from it's just kind of saying like 
was that social pressure on people to say, hey, you can't say this? It, was that ever mm. real or was that all just manufactured by in our own minds? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder if it is. Uh, I, I, wonder. I, wonder, I look back at it. I feel like saying Chinese people are weird because they eat like bats and things. I think that's more mm. racist than saying it could have come out of a laboratory, <laughs> right? I agree. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, look at those weird Chinese people eating weird animals. Uh, that feels right. more racist to me than the other thing. But I'm not Asian, so I, I don't want to speak for the, any any Asian people who would feel the opposite. I guess. Um, let's go to Germany, or maybe Norway, uh, because Germany and Norway, uh, we are pretty close. I, uh, not super close, but pretty close. Uh, and there's uh, a sea uh, between us and Germany, and that's uh, what is separating us. But uh, we, that's why we made this undersea energy link, and now we're selling energy uh, to Germany. Uh, and it just costs uh, us 2.4 billion to make this undersea energy link. Holy fuck, I hope Germany needs power. <clears throat> right. Uh, this will, it, oh, it's called Nordlink. It says it will allow Germany to export excess electricity from its wind parks to Norway, effectively banking it in Nordic nations' vast hydropower reserves. During periods of little wind, electricity can then be released from Norway's reserves and returned to Germany. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They're using you like a battery, is what's happening for us. Yes. 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 You're like a, a battery country of Germany. Um, yes. Yes. What are you, a D cell? C cell? <laughs> C cell. C cell? Yeah. The new system should help lower price of prices of electricity in Germany, which right now is relatively high compared to other European countries, a senior energy expert told, oh, from the German Institute of Economic Research said. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm assuming that you were also probably going to sell sell energy to them, not just store energy oh, to yeah. them, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. No, it definitely means that. Uh, because uh, they can use us as, as a battery, but they have to pay for that privilege. It says here, I mean, the reason they're doing it in Norway is because Norway meets all, almost all of its electricity needs using renewable u- resources. Electricity from hydropower is comparatively cheap. By tapping the Norwegian grid, Germ- Germany mm-hmm. can avoid building their own costly standby power plants. Oh, okay. Because you guys are already yeah. covered. It's like, yeah... We already have plenty of power. You can store some of yours here, I oh, yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like having no, room in your yeah. in your garage for for like a friend's car or something. Yeah. But uh, it costs a lot of nature. I mean, we have a lot of dams and things like that. That's why we say dam a lot. <laughs> uh, see what I did there? We have a lot of dams in Oregon, actually. Also, but uh, we also have what do you yeah. call them? Uh, wind turbines, like, up in Portland, too, so. Well, Norway's neighbor country, Denmark, helped the United States to spy on Angela Merkel and the European allies. We have talked about this before, uh, that Angela Merkel was spied on. 
then it was English. Uh, uh, I don't remember that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, English intelligence. Uh, now also Denmark has out. Uh, and European leaders are demanding answers about allegations that the United States and Denmark uh, were spying on its allies. The uproar comes after Denmark's public broadcaster on Sunday uh, reported on Sunday that the country's intelligence service helped eavesdrop on European officials. NBC had not verified the report, which thrust the issue back into the spotlight years after it first led uh, to a diplomatic rift. Uh, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Macron said Monday that the Amer- any American eavesdropping on European com- countries is completely unacceptable am- amongst allies. Uh, Merkel said she could only echo Macron's stance, noting that the allegations are related to the events several year- years ago, but that they were serious, if accurate. Officials Do you remember Trump? Oh, one, yeah. one thing. Sweet. Sorry. Sweden and yeah. Norway joined criticism uh, of Denmark to explain the alleged involvement. There we go. Right. Don't you remember when Trump met, uh, met Merkel? He made that stupid joke. Like, uh, we know what Germany is doing. Oh, like, did he? I don't remember that, yeah, but that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. explains it now. Uh, yeah. Uh, they were working with Denmark, I guess. Uh, it, mm. The NSA is alleged to have used Danish resource, resources to spy on senior officials in Germany, France, Sweden, and Norway from 2012 to 2014 in uh, Operation codenamed Operation Dunhammer. Okay. Dunhammer? Yeah, that's... What is a Dunhammer? Dunhammer. Hmm. Dunhammer. (laughs) What kind of hammer is that? It sounds like maybe something out of, like, Norse mythology, possibly? Yes. Doesn't it? It does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, id, 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 So, yeah, this happened from 2012 to 2014, Fro. Um... Mm -hmm. Meaning this was under Obama's watch when the NSA was spying on all these people. So mm. um, Obama apologized to Merkel at the time and also said he knew nothing about the alleged spying. Uh, spying. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because Obama never lied. <laughs> right, either never. that or maybe the the NSA didn't and the CIA were just like, eh, we don't need to tell him. That's possible too. <laughs> Probably that as well. Yeah, <laughs> could be both. <laughs> They're like, eh, we're not going to tell him. Eh. Uh, you're not a Catholic. No. Do you know any Catholics? Uh, yeah, my mom's family was very Catholic. My, not my mom. Well, not my mom, but like her half of the family, I guess. Were they devoted? My grandma was a Catholic uh, school principal, actually. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so very... My my grandma was very, very Catholic. So I'm going to guess she likes the Pope, then. Well, she's dead. Uh, so, so no, but... Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Pope Francis on Tuesday uh, issued the most extensive... Uh, revision to the Catholic Church law in four decades, insisting that bishops take issue, actions sorry, 
against clerics who abused minors and vulnerable adults committing fraud and or attempting to ordain women. One of these that... things is not like the other. <laughs> yes! One of these just... things just doesn't belong. <laughs> I was just going to say that. How the fuck is this together? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, good thing? Uh, it's like that... What... Somebody did a stand-up where it was like, I wish I could have a whole bowl of ice cream and then I'd just eat a carrot and it would like even it out you know the calories would just even out yeah. yeah but that's not how this works so you can't be like oh I, we're lo gonna... I love that they're taking uh, 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 things against uh, people that abuse minors and vulnerable adults but attempt to ordain women what the fuck what he says the new section will expand uh, was expanded to include crimes such as grooming of minors, which wasn't before, uh, James Charles, uh, and vulnerable adults of sexual abuse and, and possessing child pornography. It includes possible defrocking of clerics who use threats or abuse of authority to force somebody to have sexual relations. So that's good, right? Yeah. I think that probably should have already just been common sense. You didn't need to, like, make a rule-up. Sure. About that, I think that probably should have yeah. just been already taken care of. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think about the fact that they just are coming up with the, this idea that maybe you shouldn't Eddie, force people uh, into having sex with you? <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 uh, two thousand years too late, right. at least. And it says the church has historically prohibited ordaining. Ordaining women and bans have been reaffirmed by popes. In 1983, the code said only in another section that priestly ordination was reserved for males. The revised, revised code specifically warns that both the person who attempts to ordain a woman and the woman herself automatically will be excommunicated and the clerics risk, uh, risk being defrocked. Right, okay. Okay, I, I will say this. I was very much alive, and I do remember when Norway got its first female bishop. So it's not a, a super biggie. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here in my glass house and throw stones at the Catholic Church. But uh, I think we have come a little farther than this and this seems like two steps forward and one step back <laughs> right it's like what the fuck are you doing it why I, like it feels like they're so the church is so out of touch they're trying yeah. to, but they're trying to be in they're trying to stay in touch with like the first part because mm. obviously the allegations against the church are so huge that they can't avoid it, but then they do this and it also just makes them look completely out of touch as well, you know what I mean? So it's like, the, mm. the whole thing is just, uh, they're living the whole th the whole religion lives is living in the past, but I guess that goes without saying. Definitely. Uh, we will talk about some other religion a little bit later, uh, but uh, let's have a little update on the Havana Syndrome. Uh, yeah, the State Department is rolling out a voluntary new program to gather baseline, baseline health information from diplomats before they head overseas. 
according to the State Department, uh, oh, State Department cables reviewed by Politico, a group of American di diplomats wrote, uh, Brian McKeon of the State Department last week saying the department has not taken the ailments they've been getting seriously enough. So I, what I read about this letter, Fro, is that the accusations from this group of diplomats is that military personnel and soldiers are being treated when they get this Havana syndrome, but diplomats are mm. just being like said, oh, just whatever, don't worry about it. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. get over it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they're treating the military people and not treating the diplomats. That was the accusation. Um, but you have to remember it's just cricket, so... Yeah, it's all just crickets. Why would we? Why would anybody wor be worried about this? Um, yes, it is interesting that we've been cover covering it for so long. Uh, yeah, it's it, the cable noted that the U.S. diplomats stationed in Havana and China. This is a new new mm -hmm. one. I haven't heard. This is the first time I've heard about it. Uh, in China, have experienced multiple non-specific symptoms, some of which were associated with unusual auditory or sensory event. Uh, it added that more people have reported similar unexplained health incidents. Okay. So the big news here is that when they send diplomats over from now on, they're going to check their baseline health info to see if anything's changed after they report on... If they, if they feel like they have this Havana syndrome, then they're going to uh, check their baseline again and see if it's changed, I guess. Which it just says... Yeah to me, that the government is actually taking this seriously as something that's really happening. I guess that's good. Uh, it, it's good, but it also ma makes me go back to when the U.S. government was denying it was happening and saying it was crickets, right? Okay. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know if I knew that Danny Masterson was a Scientologist. Before this week, to be honest. I don't think I knew that either, but I did know... We had talked about him being accused of multiple rapes. Rapes, yes, I, I do remember. We had talked yeah. about that, but I didn't... I didn't at least remember that he was a Scientologist. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, the Church of Scientology. Uh, go in there, uh, be clear, everybody. And then tell us how much you paid for it. Uh, but uh, their secrets are coming out in this rape case. Oh, right. Um, three women took the stand to recount sexual assaults allegedly committed by celebrity Scientologist Danny Masterson, uh, and each told similar stories of how church officials tried to stop them from reporting it to the police. Um, one woman testified that a church inf official, excuse me, instructed her to write a statement showing that she took responsibility for the assault. Another woman yeah. was born into Scientology and planned to report Masterson to the police in 2004, reca recounted how Scientology attorneys showed up at her family's home. The lawyer, according to the woman, warned that, if she, that she would be expelled from the church if she went to the authorities, uh, telling them... The attorney told them, we're going to work out how we can not lose your daughter. I assume they're saying that to the parents. Because the parents would stay in the church, but then she would be excommunicated, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yep. So, yeah. 
I think the allegation, the big allegations here are that the church itself used pressure against these women to keep them from coming out with the allegations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the activities of Scientology has much uh, been such a part of the evidence that it's been put forward as these women uh, were not immediately going to law enforcement. That sort of of brought of dirty laundry into public view, which is exactly what Scientology doesn't want to happen, said Mike Reinder, a uh, sh- uh, former uh, church spokesman who lo- left the faith in 2017. Yeah. Or seven, sorry. The church's doctrine generally dismisses government institutions like courts as invalid yep. and directs members mm-hmm. to deal with in, uh, complaints to uh, internally. Uh, so yeah, I think that's kind of what they, if they were to justify what they did here, that's what they, they would say was happening is that they were just trying mm. to deal with it internally. Um, but that's also called, uh, coercion, I guess. <laughs> uh, I guess this is a hard question to ask, but do you feel like maybe this is also a tactic? Uh, tactic from the lawyers of uh, Masterson to make him seem uh, less um, guilty of the things he's uh, doing because they are putting forward this evidence. I don't. I think the. I don't think his lawyers put forward or put these women up on the stand. If that's what you're asking. No, I'm. I'm asking. Is this are there are those women's testimony kind of helping him to look weaker or less, uh, more sympathetic because he's kind of in this. Uh, he can almost say, "Oh, the cult made me do it." Do you see what I'm asking? Uh, no. I think he you could say the cult made me hide it, but I don't think he could say the mm. cult made me do it. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm afraid of because I I know there was uh, a lot of like sect cults in the in the eighties and things like that. Would know, like uh, the first thing that comes uh, into mind is Moonies. Uh, that was like very like flower power generation thing, and they were accused of rape, and people there was like uh, excused because they were a member of the church. I mean, we've done a lot of, back in the day when we used to do cults all the time. I mean, mm. when you boil any cult down, it boils down to some guy wanting to have sex with everybody. That's Oh, definitely. Or not necessarily a guy. Sometimes it's a woman in the case of that Australian yeah. cult called The Family. <laughs> yeah. Just to look at Joseph Smith. He wanted 16 wives. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin! Invest in it. Be rich. Right? I... Is it high or low right now? I think it's low right now because the U.S. government's, like, attacking cryptocurrency right now. There's, like, a big push by the U.S. US government and, like, IRS and things to try to, like, get a hold on Bitcoin because it's it's messing with the regular markets to a degree at this point. Yeah. I, I, I only buy Bitcoin when I really, really have to pay for things like torrents and things like that. Because it's so safe, 
Mm -hmm. uh, but I never look at the price when I buy it. It's more uh, mean to pay for all the things. I think it's some some people take it very seriously. Other people, I think it's just kind <laughs> of a fun little gambling type thing. Like, oh, I got a little extra money. Yeah. Maybe I'll see if I can make some in Bitcoin. Like, I don't. I think some people take it very seriously, and other people, it's just kind of a thing that's like, oh, maybe I'll make a little extra on on the side. So. Yeah, I'm. I don't think everybody is doing what these people in the UK did uh, when it comes to mining Bitcoin. Yeah, because a Bitcoin mine was discovered by the UK police on a cannabis farm raid. They shouldn't uh, raid the farm in the first place, according to me. But hey, they did. Uh, the people police in the UK discovered an illegal Bitcoin while they were looking for a cannabis farm. The mine located uh, in the industrial outskirts of English City, Birmingham, uh, was stealing thousands of pounds worth of electricity directly from the power grid. Uh, police searched uh, the unit on May 18th. Many of the people, many people were visiting this unit. Okay, there were the classic signs of a cannabis farm. Police said. Uh, however, officers found a bank of around a hundred computers and zero cannabis. On upon entering the building, <laughs> raid down everybody. <laughs> so they had been scoping this place out. Apparently, yeah. they yeah. saw how much power was being pulled out of the uh, power grid, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, look how mm -hmm. much power is being used!" And then they mm -hmm. checked it, and they're like, "Look at this." Uh, they probably used like an infrared and went, "That place has got a ton of heat coming out of it." Uh, there must be grow lights in there, right? And then they went in, and it was just yeah. a bunch of computers. <laughs> the nerd version of, of a cannabis farm. Or like the 2021 version, I guess, yeah. Because, like, yeah. Uh, I think, bit as far as pulling electricity, I bet Bitcoin would make you more money easier than trying to farm cannabis, is my guess. But in this day and age... Else. I have no idea, but my guess is if you had a setup like this with a hundred computers and everything, um, mm -hmm. yeah. And then this comes brings up the whole concept. Have you heard of the? There's a lot of people talking about how uh, bit mining is like really bad for the environment, bad but there's the like really like yeah. it's very confusing as to whether that's true or not. Some people say it is. Yeah. Some people say it's not. Other people say it's all just propaganda against bit uh, coin and cryptocurrency i don't know it's very confusing hey uh when you were taking picture of as a kid uh what uh, did your mom or dad make you say cheese right yeah usually yeah yeah uh well big cheese no more <laughs> uk drug dealer is caught by cheese stick uh a drug dealer in the english city of liverpool uh got caught uh by police all the evidence oh when all the evidence they needed to arrest him from a pi picture he shared of himself holding a small block of creamy stilton okay yeah I, and i'm thinking hey do you get high of eating stilton oh maybe i should eat that then <laughs> Uh, no, but, but according to the uh, la court last week, he pleaded guilty to conspiracy of supplying cocaine, supplying heroin, MDMA, and ketamine, and transferring criminal property. 
But were it not for the photo he shared of himself holding a block of cheese, uh, the reputable British re oh at the reputable British retailer Mark and Spencer's, he could have very he could still very well be supplying large amounts of drugs. Uh, so how did that happen, Fro? Yeah, how did that happen? Uh, they they found well. If you look at this picture, you can see his palm okay. and his, all of his fingers and everything. They just mm -hmm. took this picture and used uh, his fingerprints to find him. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, uh, because so he's the way he's holding the sheets for the listeners is like you can see all his fingers. Uh, yeah, so it says like one. his palm and fingers were analyzed, and the police uh, had their man. Uh, I still don't understand how they connect, how they connected him to EncroChat uh, via his handle. Uh, his handle was Toffee Force. Uh, oh, I guess. Oh, I see. So Toffee Force was his handle on this thing called en EncroChat, where he was selling drugs on this okay. website and so he posted a picture of on the same website or the same yeah website uh which i assume is probably what tour is my guess uh yeah on the end i don't know why he would post a picture of cheese on a website where he's selling drugs which seemed that seems just strange but that's how they got him maybe he puts the drugs into the cheese while he sends it because I can tell you, as someone that likes uh, Stilton cheese, they fucking smell. Oh. And yes, it's a blue, a blue cheese. Yeah. So I think maybe he puts the drugs in there to, uh, in case uh, somebody gets to sniff on it or dogs and things like that. So you think he was like, I'm going to send it to you. It's going to be in this. Yes. So when you receive this yes. cheese, don't throw it away yes. or don't act like, oh, why did somebody send yes. me cheese? Okay. Yes. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. Especially since if it's blue cheese. Up. Like if it was being sniffed by a dog or something, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. What did it say? Cocaine, heroin, MDMA, ketamine. How I guess any of those, except for, co like, you wouldn't be able to fit very much cocaine in this cheese. But all the rest of them, you could put a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I, I think maybe that's what happened. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, it's also a little scary that the police can just arrest you from a picture by analyzing your fingerprints. That's oh, yeah. kind of crazy. That is definitely it also crazy. makes me wonder, like, in January 6th, when the cops were like, we need all your help to identify the people that were at the January... Well, why didn't you just check all their fingerprints? Like, you had video and video <laughs> and on video of these people. Hey, look, are you a fan of the movie Kick-Ass? I don't remember. I, th I think it was like, eh. It was alright, but it was kind of superhero movie, so... Yeah. I, I was thinking uh, you did probably not like it, but uh, Nicolas Cage uh, was amazing in that movie. It was a little goofier and funnier than a normal superhero movie, so I'll give it that. But uh, Trum is going to tell uh, the truth of we need to kick more ass than ever. This is Trump with Trump tells the truth. As I talked to you about in my last part segment about small business and so on, I'm in a new situation now. 
I got a job. Yeah, I've been lucky twice this month, really. I got a engagement as an actor and a new job as a security. So I don't need to take benefits from the state. But getting benefits from the state have been a good way to survive. I'm not a lazy person, a welfare queen and so on. I just had to survive. That's why good social system is good. It's good for you. But what else is good for you? It's also good unions. A lot of people think now that unions is not needed anymore because of this crisis and uh, and now we need to think solidarity and we have to be, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Union is the big enemy. But now is a time we need unions more than ever because the people who were rich before this pandemic is getting richer and richer and richer. And they want us to earn less and less and less. They're going to take away all our work rights. Well, they also got so bad that some Republicans want to do a military coup. And the military coup they tried to do it in January, they don't want to even investigate. Yeah, that is the situation we are now. We don't only need a progressive movement. We need a progressive unions. We need unions to stand up, strike and make some trouble. You can say like we're gonna be back for the being creative and like shaking hands and kisses ass as politician. But that time is over. It's what we need now is one kind of revolution. It's our turn now. It's our turn. We are making a system now that big corporation are making people onto slaves. They are taking all the control and we are getting nothing. We have to beg. This is modern day slavery. And the conservatives on the right are moving toward that line. They are taking away voter rights. They are surveilling us. And they are doing all the shit they can. We need not only one labor movement in one country. We need a unified labor movement all over the world. My segment is now short. Because I have to wake up next morning to go to work. I'm happy with that. Is a lot of it's one thing the pandemic have showed me is we had to kick more ass than ever. This was Trump with Trump tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you as always. Thank you, Tron. Uh, I thought it was an interesting idea he had about unions. Um, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I think unionizing is a great idea. There, it's corporations in uh, around the world do not want workers to unionize because that goes against their profit margin obviously uh number one and number two uh, you have to look at automation as like a hindrance to unionizing because uh companies could be like oh you want to unionize we'll just replace you with robots you know what i mean that's that's totally against uh people bringing in a new union in in america I mean, most companies are. I worked at companies yeah. that were totally against anybody unionizing. Um, but just think about it. If yeah, I mean, Amazon's already trying to get rid of as many people as they can with robots. Um, but imagine just the a simple thing like Burger King. Uh, if you could have a, a Burger King that had no employees, it was basically just like an ATM of burgers. You know what I mean? Where you just put in your order, and there's machine inside the building creates your your uh whopper and it just comes out a slot you know what i'm saying you don't need any workers mm. necessarily to to 
do a burger shop, you know what I mean? And so if burger employees decided, oh, we all want to unionize, Burger King could go, well, it's probably more cost effective for us to replace you with robots. That's something that I, I'm more afraid of uh, as far as uh, destroying unions, that kind of thing. I agree. You have seen more TV than me the, this week, so I will let you go first. All right, well, I didn't see much TV last week because uh, I was busy. So I caught up a little bit on the stuff that I saw last week. Uh, something you saw last week, I think. Solos, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a... I just want to call it a Black Mirror ripoff. Is that fair? It is. Okay. Yes. Um, It's slightly different, but it's very incredibly similar. Uh, it's got a lot of good actors in it. The stories are slightly interesting, but the first one... I had a lot of problems with this. I only watched two episodes, but the first one I had a little bit of a problem with uh, the way the storyline was put together. Like mm. the con there's it, it. The first one is about time travel, so all, inherently there's yes. always going to be a problem with writing a time travel story. So I'm not gonna. Yes. I'm not gonna ding them for that. Um, overall, I gave this. What did I give this? I gave it a six. I thought the acting was fine. Oh. I thought the stories were interesting. I just felt. Uh, like it's been done already, right? Yeah, I I, I said the last week that I'm I'm a hundred percent sure Luke will not like this. I don't and, like Black Mirror. Uh, I I mean, I, people yeah. love Black Mirror because it's very um, quirky and interesting, and yeah, it's yeah. Um, very dark and everything. And this has all the same like feeling of that yeah. of the darkness and and it it's. Uh, all, separate stories for every episode, so it's uh, it's very like it seems like Amazon was like, "Hey, that Black Mirror thing's popular. Let's do one of those," you know. And that that, that definitely takes points away. But I still thought the acting was good. So, like I said, six. Uh, I saw an animated show uh, close enough on Netflix. Okay. Uh, this is uh, oh, it, it it was uh, created for HBO Max. Maybe it's just on Netflix in Norway. Oh, okay. But it has uh, Gigi Cortell uh, in it. It has very good uh, acting in it. It's about this married couple uh, that is like transitioning uh, uh, from their twenties to their thirties with raising a daughter and. Uh, their uh, divorce friends living with them. It's very, very funny. I like it. Uh, season 2 is more of the good stuff. I will give it a 7.5. This show is the most confu uh, so confusing. Okay, TBS, from the channel, mm -hmm. created Close Enough for HBO Max, and then Netflix acquired HBO Max's Close Enough for international uh, for their international audience. Wow. That is confusing. Right. <laughs> it's a TBS show created for HBO that is on Netflix internationally. Yep. Wow. Cool. Uh, I saw Sol... Oh, I just said Solos. What uh, What else did I see? Fall River. Um, yeah, this documentary. Yeah. <sighs> documentary. It's, it's another crime drama, very much like a lot of the Netflix crime dramas, uh, except this one's about a town called Fall River... Uh, mm -hmm. Fall River what? I don't remember. Uh, it's on Me the either. East Coast. That's that's all I remember. Yes. Um, and about crimes that go on there, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a specific crime they follow, and in the first episode, you think it's one thing, kind of? That's, that's, that's what I liked about this. And then at the it's end of episode like, one, yeah. it's like, okay, actually, maybe it's... They, 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 there's a big twist at the end of episode one. I don't want to yes. spoil it, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I give it a 4.5. I still feel like this is very... It's that very crime documentary uh, formula that I've seen about a billion times in the last couple years. Uh, the concept is interesting. I just feel like I've seen too many of these at this point. Hmm. I really love that. I really, really like that. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I saw Eden? Eden on Netflix. Did you see this? No. Anime uh, happening. Uh, it's about... Okay. A young girl, uh, uh, it's about a world in the future where there aren't any humans anymore uh, because the robots have killed us all. Uh, But this one child has been left uh, to be raised by this group of robots that are living in secret. Uh, So it's it's like the, you know, the boy raised by wolves story, except with robots, Um, which is very interesting uh, because the, the child grows up and she's... She's very reckless in things like children are. They jump off things they shouldn't jump off of. And and the robots are like, this is very illogical. Why are you doing that? And the the child's like, Mm. what do you mean? I'll just fix myself. And they're like, do you remember the last time you broke your arm? It took like six months for you to fix yourself. (laughs) 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 So that, yeah, the the whole concept is very interesting. That um, animation is very anime. Uh, Oh, just four episodes. Yeah, I would recommend checking it out. It's very fun. I watched it. Uh, I gave it a 7. The whole concept is interesting. The bad guy is very very cool. The bad guy robot. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it. It's very fun. Okay, I will definitely watch that then. Uh, something I did watch, I am going to guess that you watched it uh, too, uh, is uh, my new favorite cooking show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love cooking shows, so... <laughs> Luke loves uh, cooking shows. Not as, as bad as singing, I guess. No, I don't... But, uh, honestly, depending on the cooking show, it can I, it can be hit or miss. But in this one... Yeah. Uh, it was, was in the middle. Miss. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I thought it was a big miss. Okay, what do you but, think? Uh, this, this is called Crime Scene Kitchen. It is on Fox. It is with Joe McHale. Um... So, uh, the whole concept is, uh, it's more or less a guessing game. So, they're coming to this kitchen where they find a little piece of uh, baking cake. Uh, They find raspberries in the refrigerator. They find a spoon that tastes of cinnamon. And they have to recreate... uh, the cake they think have been there before. Or dessert. It's not necessarily a cake. Um, And you kind of missed uh, an important part. It's like there are multiple teams of two, right? Right. And each team has has to check the kitchen, and they have to search for clues. They have a certain amount of time to search for clues, and then they basically have to take those clues and figure out what the item was that was baked in the in the kitchen 
which the concept to me is interesting. I we watched some sh- show on I watched some show on YouTube uh, that was like this, but it wasn't as well done, and I kind of liked that. And this was a little bit more well done. I do like Joel McHale, so uh, you know yes. that I thought he was the ho- as far he, as a hosting a reality good. show. I thought he was very good. Um, yeah, I the thing that I, I kind of had fun playing along. Because uh, mm. I was kind of like, oh, is that a carrot cake? Or is that... So I found right. myself playing along, which also adds points. But it is also a silly cooking reality show. Uh, the Some of the puns... Obviously, every time you have puns in a reality show, they're always bad. So that took off some points. I give it a 5.5. What do you think? Okay. I, I, I'm not that far behind you. I gave it a 4.5. Yeah, middle of the road. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Um. As far as like one of these silly reality shows, like I said, I found myself actually playing along with the game, which makes me go, okay, this isn't as bad as you know. It's in, that makes it intriguing. It's obviously must have been intriguing, otherwise I wouldn't have been playing along. So. Right. And I got the spider web cake right. Oh really? Yeah, I got the carrot cake yes. right. I was like, cream, oh, che- I didn't cream cheese frosting cake. and carrots. Oh, yeah. clearly, th- I know exactly what that is. Yeah. Was that the first cake? Yeah, that was the first cake, yeah. The spiderweb cake, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, that was the first one, yeah. Boston Cream, yes. Boston yeah. cream Pie. Yeah. It okay. was really cool. Let's see, what else uh, did I see? Or do you, do you have some? Yes. Yeah, I'll, do, nope. I'll go next. Uh, Small Fortune on NBC, Fro. Did you see this? Nope. It... Uh, you just have to see this? Uh, because... It's a game show, right? I, I, how do I describe okay. this? It's a game show where there's different. There's like four different tasks that this team of three has to go through, and every one of the tasks is like really a tiny little model that they have to do a little tiny thing with like tweezers or like you know something very small. It's all like that's why it's called small fortune. I don't know how to describe it other than that. They. Everything is miniature. So, like, uh, for instance, there'll be, like, a little tiny grocery store, and they have to stack little tiny cans on top of each other with, like, tweezers, that kind of thing. Uh, And then there's, like, a scale of amount of money that they can win. And each time they want to practice, they lose a certain amount of money on that scale. So they can practice as many times as they want until they run out of money. Uh, And then Mm. they have one chance to, like, actually go for the money. Uh, the concept's kind of interesting. The host is not great. <laughs> uh, the puns in this are even worse, believe it or not. Uh, I don't know how that's possible, but the puns in this are, are terrible. Uh, so yeah. I ju- you just have to watch it. I Some of the uh, little tiny models are kind of cool, and the games are kind of interesting. The contestant... The one thing I hate about game shows is when... They have to tell you about the contestants. Like, I don't really mm. care what this guy does for a living or um, how his mom's doing uh, right now because she used right. to have, like, a hip problem or something. Like, I don't want to hear about your mom's right. hip, hip problem <laughs> during my game show, okay? Uh, and they right. always have to do that. But overall, I gave this um, a 3.5. I think it's worth watching because you might hate it. Okay, cool. I'll definitely put it on my list of shows to see. Okay. Well, I have 
are one on my list uh, of shows that you should definitely watch, Luke, because I really love this. This is the first show I have watched uh, from a company called BritBox. Have you ever heard of BritBox? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's on um, Amazon if people want to find it. Okay. Um, the Beast Must Die. Uh, this is set on the Isle of Wight. Okay. And it follows uh, this... Uh, Oh, gosh, I don't remember the boy's uh, uh, name, but it follows this six-year-old boy and his mob- mother uh, 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 needs to take revenge uh, when he is uh, put on um, a hit-and-run. Uh, and uh, then... A detective called uh, Detective Strangeways. I wrote that down because that's a very cool name. Strangeways uh, has to like unpick uh, like uh, uh, case things out of it and like try to stare the curse of justice. It is incredibly good. Uh, I saw the two first episodes, and I rated uh, 8.5. Almost a 9. Alright, what was it called again? The Beast Must Die. Oh, okay. I saw two more things, I guess. Uh, I saw House Broken on Fox. Uh, I think I mentioned this at one point. It's a cartoon about uh, house pets uh, who are in a a gr- uh, what do you call wh- what's a group where you all get together and like chat about your problems uh sure yeah whatever that's called uh all these house uh, pets so like there's a mm. dog and a cat and a slow lotus and a fish and they all are, uh are talking about their problems the concept's kind of interesting the animation's fine it's like about a million other shows animation wise that i've seen um, who does the, the main voice was super familiar to me. So let me, uh, oh, it was Lisa Kudrow is in it. Oh, uh, Will Forte does one of the voices. Um, Nat, Nat Faxon does another one, Tony Hale. So yeah, it's got a bunch of good people. Uh, it's a little weird. Like, I don't, it's on Fox, but it's very like trying to be, um, uh, kind of liberally pol- political, politically, mm. but it's on Fox. Mm. So it also has this other weird, these other, I, you just have to see, it's kind of very confusing in that way. Um, some of the jokes are funny. Overall, I gave this a 4.5. I thought it's just barely below average. It's one of those ones that, eh, I might watch more than two episodes, but I probably forget that it even exists. I did see something I forgot to put on my list. Look. Okay. I I remember it while you said Lisa Kudrow, because guess what? I saw the Friends Reunion show. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch that. <laughs> uh, it was a big bulk of nostalgic people sipping, crying, and thinking about how good the time they had when they were young. 
Oh, it was that, that was, kind of reunion uh, show. It wasn't like a reunion. Yes. It wasn't like an episode where they came back and did like a. Nope. No. Oh, okay. It was like sit down at a, a bunch of chairs and like talk about. Yep. Talk about the past. Okay. Yep. Remember so back when we made millions of dollars per episode? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that so? Remember, remember that? <laughs> we, we were family back then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, if, if you want to see grown people cry because they remember how good they had it back back then, uh, of course you can watch it. Uh, I found it utterly boring. I have to admit, I. I fast forward sometimes, uh, and uh, it was even be- better when when I realized that uh, w- one of the main segments were uh, th- that British guy asking questions that has his own uh, uh, date night show. You've lost me, British guy. Uh, Cameron, Gr- not Cameron, but. Yeah, the fat guy that always does the like singing and dancing in the street thing, car carpool karaoke guy. Oh, he has a dating show. No. Oh. Late late night show. I said. Oh. Late night. No. Uh. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember his name. Um, yeah. James Cameron. James? No, that yeah. is a director. Okay. Something like that. James something. Gordon. James Gordon. All right, but yeah, three point five. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you give it a score? Uh, the last thing I saw, which I'm surprised you haven't seen yet, uh, but also re- something returning, Rugrats, the animated show from Nickelodeon. <laughs> I couldn't care less. I loved Rugrats when I was a kid. I I, uh. I have a f- weird nostalgia for Rugrats because I didn't have Nickelodeon when I was the age mm. that you would normally watch Nickelodeon. But, like, whenever I was at a hotel room, whenever I was at a friend's house, I would try to find Rugrats because I always wanted... It was, like, the thing that I didn't have. It's like the grass on the other side of the fence. The grass is greener, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It was, like, mm-hmm. I didn't have Rugrats, so I always wanted to watch it. Um, and so I have this weird nostalgia for it where it's, like, I didn't see all of Rugrats when I was a kid, but I have a nostalgia of, like, oh, I always wanted to watch more of it. And I really liked it when I, what I did see of it when I was a kid. This holds up to the original in the sense that, oh, I don't know, if, cool. did, how much of it, the original, did you watch? Uh, four or five episodes, maybe, maybe. Right, I just remember random episodes. I remember one time being at, like, somebody's house and there was, like, a marathon and all I did all day was just watch Rugrats on Nickelodeon. Um... So I've seen a lot of episodes, but there was always the kind of those creepy parts, especially with Chucky, mm-hmm. where it actually got kind of dark in Rugrats for a kid's show. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. They still do that in this. They go right for oh. the dark stuff that could, if your kid's young enough, could totally frighten the hell out of them. Um, the only thing they really changed in the whole show, besides the animation style, which is very updated and kind of, it looks very good, is the grandpa. Do you remember the grandpa from the show? No. He was always very grumpy. Um, There was one episode in the original series called Grandpa's Teeth, where, like, the dog stole his teeth because he was uh, being all grumpy. The grandpa in the original show was a very grumpy, cantankerous kind of old man character. And Mm. in this, he's like a laid-back hippie 
stoner dude. They like went totally the opposite direction. Every other character is exactly the same, but for some reason, that one they were like, we have to change. Very strange. Hmm. Overall, I give it an 8.5. I, I think at least check it out for the animation style, if nothing else, because it's very interesting, kind of different animation style. I remember the old animation style. I, I liked it. Yeah, this is nothing like the original animation. It's 3D modeling of some type. Oh, okay. Uh, EBU, uh, the uh, European Broadcasting Unit, uh, that's who has uh, Eurovision, has uh, agreed to suspend Belarus members uh, BTRC. Uh, why is that, Luke? Uh, I don't know. Oh, isn't it political, right? It is, yeah. I wasn't really... I, I didn't understand exactly why they did, to be honest. Well, it was because uh, they sent uh, the, that uh, 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 video uh, to the Eurovision that was uh, said to be political, right? And then they sent it again, and they continued to work against, like, gay rights and things like that on their TV channel. Right. So it, this comes from... Because I didn't understand... Because that happened a while ago, and now this is being enforced? That's what confused yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. So they haven't done anything other than that. <laughs> no. It just took them a really long time to get punished for it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. It, it, See, that's what it, confused it, me. I was like, did long. they do something else? Because, you know... No. All right, because I saw an article from uh, somebody, one of the heads of something in Belarus, saying that this was all a political stunt uh, to like to mess with us, basically. Right. Or at least that's what Belarus is saying. I I agree to the EBU. I I do think that they should be uh, suspended. And before uh, before people go like, oh, you allow a lot of other countries with with shit uh, policies. Yes, we we do, but they never keep it in the Eurovision. So, right, okay, uh, I can see that. There is a difference. Like, yeah, they actually did something to break the rules. Um, right. Sure. And not well once, but twice. But they did give him. I wouldn't. I don't think you can really ding him for the second one because they told them to change the song, right? Yes, but they told them to change it to something that wasn't bad. And I have listened to the second song, to the lyrics. I have read the lyrics for the second song because they leaked it. Mm -hmm. And it is worse than the first song. Okay, I, I mean, sure. So you think, so, that, well, I still think it should be treated as one incident, because it, yeah, but I don't I don't know if I agree to that. Uh, why is the Alan Dershowitz suing Netflix? Alan Dershowitz, right. Um, Dershowitz. You remember that documentary Filthy Rich about Jeffrey Epstein? I do. And it, that documentary definitely kind of insinuated that he may know something about what happened because he knew oh, Jeffrey Epstein. Definitely. And there was some money involvement between the two, obviously. 
Um, he filed a lawsuit Wednesday in Miami federal court that contends Netflix misled uh, about his, his oh misled Dershowitz about his appearance in the documentary. Dershowitz also claims Netflix defamed him by falsely asserting in the series that he had sex with one of Epstein's victims. Okay. Mm. Uh, Eighty million dollar lawsuit. I mean, he is a he's a good he's a big time lawyer. So I bet Netflix oh, yeah, is afraid. Yeah. But at the same time, does he really want this this court battle to really all, go all the oh. way where he's going to ha- be drugged he, through he, like he a sued. lawsuit with Netflix? Yeah, no. Where all he's this stuff's going to have to come out. He's suing them for a settlement. Right. That's what I think too. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Yah show we watched this week, Panic. Uh, first episode is also called Panic. Uh, a newly grad, the newly graduated seniors await a kickoff signal from this year's judges, and the tension builds as old friends become new competitors. Heather is sworn has sworn she will never play the game of Panic, but she may not have a choice. Ask me what this episode was about, Luke. Uh, what was this episode about? Absolutely nothing. It was just a, you know, it was character build up and then introducing us to this game called Panic, which is like yep. the thing we can explain basically is uh, fear factor uh, for stupid people. Fear factor. Oh, I see what you're saying. It kind of yes. What the yes. pro- but you got to explain it better than that, because that's not really like. Um, <laughs> it's fair fact that we're extremely stupid people as well, because yeah, we will talk a little about that. But yeah. So the idea is this high school is not a, in a great town, and everybody wants to get out of this town, but nobody's got any money. Mm-hmm. So they all set up what a kitty that for the what four years of high school or something they all put in a dollar a week or something and so at the end mm-hmm. of the senior year the seniors all have this giant pot of money that they've saved up over four years this one they said was fifty thousand dollars or whatever uh so mm-hmm. they all have to go through these crazy tasks and whoever wins like gets the money uh, but the tasks are like and the first one is jumping off a very dangerous rock, and you get points. Whoever gets the most points at the end wins after doing all these very dangerous things. That's the idea, right? Yeah, but here's the problem with the rock thing. Some of it isn't fucking dangerous. <laughs> well, yeah, they tried... That's why, they why, tried why to, I call it... Yeah. They tried to portray it that way. It just didn't look like it to us. I mean... No. Yeah, right. Um, I think this... The story has been done a few times, this idea of, what, The Hunger Games? What was that book? Yeah. We reviewed a book where these guys, they, these people were all put in an island, and it was like a reality, mm-hmm. sh- fake reality show where they all ended up having to kill each other. What was that book called? I, Do you remember? I think it was called The Island or something. Something like that, yeah. right. And it, that book and this show are almost identical storyline-wise, except it's not on an yeah. island, it's in a high school, right? Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think and, this show and has some potential. Of the Go it ahead. It has very much potential, but I, I think the premise is better than the delivery. That's kind of where 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 I feel like it is. I, I I'm not going to say this is uh, two episodes and we're out because I'm intrigued to find out what's going on in this place because 
there are some like secrets here that we kind of don't know. There, there are some like question marks I have. Uh, but yeah, like for example, it's very like standard. Oh, I had a hard life because I live in a trailer park with my mom that doesn't uh, have stolen all, all my money. Trope is very tropey. There are very m many tropes in this series. Uh, the gay guy that isn't gay. Uh, well, not the yet. very hot guy that, that all of a sudden shows up. Oh, and the mysterious dark, the dark, yes. uh, tall, handsome man that just shows up, right? Yeah. Uh, who just shows up in town right when this game is starting, uh, and it, nobody really knows who he is. He's the mysterious one. Yes. Um, yes. I yeah, like I said, it's got potential. It's just the acting feels the whole, th the acting and cinematography feel very CW. Yeah, yes. CW show. Very, um, very. And that's the only thing that hinders it. I think the storyline's good. I think most of the dialogue is kind of interesting. Um, mm -hmm. So, overall, what would you give this episode, I guess? Uh, five. <laughs> um, More in the middle than this, it doesn't really get. I, yeah, I, I think I'll give it a 5.5. .5. I think we're pretty close. I think it's just above... Maybe... The problem is we're coming out of the show we watched last time, which was awful. Yeah, it was shit, yeah. So maybe we're we're looking at this with kind of rose-colored co glasses, and maybe in two weeks we'll be like, oh my yeah. god, this is terrible. Yeah, who the fuck knows? But uh, yeah, we will definitely talk about it next week. All right, plugs. Uh, we've got an email, anotherdigitalcitizen at, at gmail.com. That's anotherdigitalcitizen, all one world, word, at gmail.com. Go to our Twitter, at PodcastADC. We also have a Facebook page, Another Digital Citizen, on Facebook. Uh, I haven't checked the email, so go into movie news, I guess, and I'm going to check the emails. Ooh, movie news. I got to do the movie news, everyone. Well, uh, we have some interesting movie news. That is for sure. I am so not uh, talking because I have nothing to say. Uh, James Bond producers <laughs> insist that WW007 will stay in theaters during the Amazon MGM area. I think people were a little concerned uh, that uh, it would go directly just to streaming but uh no the producers insist that they will stay in theaters uh yeah i mean we thought i think i even said oh does this mean it's going to go or some of the mgm movies are going to go right to amazon prime but i think old right. kind of old movies might go directly there and then newer movies are going to go to the theater still we had thought that maybe it might go to Prime, or some of the new movies mm -hmm. might go to Prime, but it seems like old move MGM movies are going to go to Prime, and then new movies mm -hmm. are still going to the theater. Um, I don't... I guess people were worried about this, but it seemed like they were waiting for James Bond to come to the theater no matter what. I don't think it was ever... I Because of how many times it's been delayed, did you ever think it was going to go directly to Direct. the theater? Yeah. Mm. No, I didn't. I I, th I thought it was in kind of the same situation like uh, Dune was. 
And, well, now it's set, uh, No Time to Die, that is, is set to hit theaters mm. October 8th, so we still have to wait till like, the end of the year for this to come out, if it doesn't get delayed again for some reason. It, it could definitely do, because uh, even though uh, I, I should probably not say that too easy, because holy fuck, they sold tickets to uh, the theaters this week. The Quiet Place... Uh, shoots up to 70 million plus. That is a lot of money. I mean, well, that's international, right? Uh, not U- yes. not U.S. You should say that because that's. Uh, I think the U.S. was like almost half of that, though. So that's pretty big. Yeah, and then you had Fast and Furious. Also, I was global at uh, 230 million. Right, it isn't in America yet, though, so that's going to go up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't they release it in China before anywhere else? That's what I was understanding. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what the whole uh, John Cena thing last John week was Cena about. Was, yeah, that's, yes. I remember yeah. now. Uh, also, AMC the- theater stocks shoot up 35% as Reddit traders are doubling down on AMC, <laughs> much like the GameStop thing we saw a few yeah. months ago. Uh, yeah. AMC surged as much as forty-seven percent Thursday and ended up uh, the ses- ended the session at thirty-five point six, higher, well, pushing its week-to-date advance nearly one hundred and twenty percent. AMC has taken overtaking GameStop to become the most loved stock uh, by Wall Street bets, which is funny because when the GameStop thing was happening, both me and you were like. This is also happening with movie theaters. Because we had even mm-hmm. talked about before the GameStop thing, we had been like, why is everybody buying up movie theater stock yeah. when it's clear that these movie theaters are go- almost going out of business? Uh, mm-hmm. And it turned out that it was all shorting. Uh, and it's happening again with AMC. Uh, so I guess that the question is, does that mean AMC is going to go out of business because investors are betting that it would right oh yeah they uh, definitely are so we'll see it will be interesting uh i've seen some movies how about you i've seen movies quite a few uh i saw spiral from the book of saw this week oh i want to see this yeah i have a feeling it's terrible but i still want to see it it is terrible. But, <laughs> uh, I liked it. Uh, I, I like. I've seen every Saw movie and I enjoyed parts of it. But I will say this is maybe the worst Saw movie, and I find that a little sad because I do love Chris Rock and I do love Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went into this thinking it could be. A silly, goofy Saw movie. And it was to a certain degree a silly, stupid Saw movie. But it was extremely, extremely bad. Uh, To the point of uh, I knew who the villain was right away. Right. I figured out uh, the ending before the ending, uh, before the movie almost started. It was so clearly that everything was like it was. And, yeah, I find that that is maybe the most sad thing about it. Because even though I have had, like, theories of who could be, like, helping 
the Sawman and like who's behind it. I always have been wrong in every movie, and I was like, I was so disappointed when I was like, of course it is this guy or woman. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for look, um, but it, it was so obvious. <laughs> so this like holds up to the originals, kind of, or it's no, it's, it's totally oh. different. Okay. It's totally different look, but it 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 has to traps and of course like yeah, things like that. Well, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I what I'm talking I, about is like the cinematography, like the look and feel of it. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, kind of, yeah. I I, I do think a little uh, bit. Okay, that's the most yeah. important thing to me. I don't think you will like it though, because oh. I definitely didn't. I never, like, Chris Rock's a great stand-up comedian. I never thought he was a great mm-hmm. actor, to be honest. Um, that's just me. Yeah, I I give this a three. Uh, I saw a movie we're going to talk about a little later, Fun House, from... Okay. Is it a horror movie? It's a horror movie. Uh, hey! <laughs> we're going to talk about it in a second. I actually gave it a 6.5. Uh, okay. It's... It's all right. It's worth checking out. It's kind of interesting. It uh, the acting is very bad, but the concept is kind of cool, and it has a twist ending that I'm not going to ruin. But we're going to talk about it in a second. So, what else did you see? I saw Bull Burnham's Inside on Netflix. This is a stand-up special uh, about the pandemic and uh, things like that. Holy fuck, it's good. <laughs> it is... Well, I've seen it twice, and I'm definitely going to see it again. Uh, and it's not that long time since it came out, but I, yeah, I had to watch it twice. That's how much I liked it. Actually, I gave it a 10 out of 10 look. Uh, but yeah, if you don't like Bo Burnham singing songs, this is not uh, your... Uh, special, but if you like Bill Burnham's songs, uh, I think you'll love it. It m- reminds me a little of Book of Mormon. Okay. Uh, I saw something you saw when last week, to... Army of the Dead, with Dave Batista. Why? Why? Well, everybody ta- was talking about it last week, so I but wanted to... I... I didn't know it was two and a half hours long when I went into it. Nobody told me that. I didn't even like. I didn't. I, I told you that. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know. I wasn't paying attention to you then because uh, I went into it and I started playing it and I didn't really look at how long it was. I just started. You know, I just clicked it and started playing. And I get like an hour in. And I go, oh, it must. It's probably almost over. And it even felt like the movie was wrapping up about an hour in. Mm-hmm. And then it just it, fucking kept going. And it was like, oh my god, yeah. why is it still going? I had to watch it in two sittings. I didn't watch it in one sitting. It was just too too long. And not that a two and a half hour movie is too long. It's no, this movie was too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is too much of this specific movie. Right. Don't you love when he goes out of uh, focus? That is one of the best things he does. All the fucking time. Well, I guess I didn't really notice it, but sure. Um, I there's a lot of very bad acting tropes, a lot of very um, okay. standard zombie film stuff that you've seen a million times. That 
the lore of the zombies is different than normal zombie lore in the sense that, like, there are fast yeah. zombies and there are slow zombies, there are smart zombies, there are dumb zombies, and there's, like, animal zombies because there's, like, a mm-hmm. zombie tiger, tiger. in this. Yeah, um, so but... the zombie lore is different than other zombie genre films or TV shows. Uh, so, th- mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of interesting, but also stupid. Like, I don't necessarily need a zombie king and queen. You know what I'm saying? You don't? Really? I just think that's kind of a dumb <laughs> thing that, like, these brainless things are able to, like, put together, I don't know, a, a, a monarchy. Yeah, just strange to me. Overall, I gave mm-hmm. this a 3.5. I saw Corella this week. Uh, this was not supposed to be as good as as it was. Really, I can say that. I can say that. Yeah, because every fucking like origin movie or uh, Disney animated thing that has been um, made into live action has been more or less poo poo, to say it mildly. And this was good. I'm I'm not going to say like oh it was a ten out of ten good, but I can't remember the last time I had this much fun with a Disney movie. Uh, it felt uh, very much like uh, uh, Maleficent times fifty. Okay. Maleficent was a, yeah I really liked Maleficent that is one of my favorite Disney uh, live uh, 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 films but this was better this was fifty times better and I do think it is uh, mainly because of the acting Emma Stone and Emma Thompson in the two leading parts here are so good. Both of them surprised me very much by their acting. I liked everything about this. I will give it a 7.5. Uh, I saw something you saw maybe two weeks ago? Maybe not. Uh, the Woman in the wim- Window with Amy oh. Adams and Gary Oldman and what? Wyatt Russell, who I really... This guy is, I think, is going to be big... He's, he was from Lodge mm-hmm. 49, the main character from Lodge 49, which was like, I really mm-hmm. like that show. And he was really good in this, I thought, um, even though the movie was kind of a ripoff of, what, Rear Window? Rear Window ripoff, yeah. Right, but done in a, a kind of an interesting way where they use, instead of the, her having a broken <laughs> leg, in, in this story, the, her broken leg is her mental health, right? For sure. Sure. So they that kind of, the way they made that work. I kind of liked that uh, script writing storytelling of it, but um, some of it's a little like yeah. What's a good word for it? Uh, confusing Over on purpose. Top. Confusing on purpose. Yeah. Over the top, yeah. sure. Um, but a lot of the actors are very good. A lot of a lot of the scenes uh, really engaged me and made me go oh what's going to happen next mm. so that that part of it i really liked overall i gave it a what six yeah i i can agree to that what did, i don't remember what did you give do you did you like this or not no i i i thought it was okay 
I think I gave it a 5.56 something. Some, yeah, I mean, it's not, ama- it's not like, this is not winning any Oscars, but I had fun no. with it. But uh, maybe the movie that you saw will win some Oscars. Because oh, yeah. it is Fun House. It's a nice house. Uh-huh. Welcome to Fergus's House of Fun. Now broadcasting live to the entire world. Oh, is it British? News. No, that guy's just a, he's a Scottish, is entertainment. like, he's supposed to be a Scottish is uh, MMA fighter. And your death, no matter oh. how insignificant that may be, is entertainment. Some will weep for you. Others will laugh. But make no mistake, the vast majority of people who watch you die will feel absolutely nothing. Do you think this trailer betrayals uh, maybe good? Uh, yeah. This was like what you're, you're hearing is like a direct speech that happens at one point in the film. Okay. Somewhere towards the middle of it. It's not a great trailer, but it's a very independent film, so I'm not surprised they don't have a great trailer. <laughs> Like escape room? Uh, yeah. It looks very much like escape room. It's got similar concepts to a few things. Hmm. Cool. Surely looks good. Uh, What does this Oscar nominated movie all about look? Funhouse, a down and out backup singer, a celebrity ex. Oh, the down-and-out backup singer and celebrity ex-husband Casper is invited to compete in The Fun House, an online reality show. To rebrand his image and tarnish reputation, Casper reluctantly accepts the offer. Together with seven other C-list celebrities from around the globe, he will compete for a $5 million prize. Uh, starring Carolyn, Carolina Benningfield and Walter Skarsgård. This has zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Look. Well, yeah, because it doesn't have enough like. Uh, no, it has twelve reviews. Right. There, there's a certain amount of reviews they it has to have before they allow it to have any score. Now it's like this new thing. That, no, no, it has zero, zero, zero. Yeah, that, that's what I'm that's, saying. Like, you have to have like fifty reviews or something for them to even score it. Now it's very weird. But it, but it, it is scored to zero. Oh, okay. I'm not surprised that this is zero, though, because it is just a stupid B-horror movie. Well, I went to the Rotten Tomatoes because uh, it was very hard to find uh, reviews for this movie. Uh, so I I picked uh, random uh, people I have not heard of, of the, their, like, uh, critics list. So, Stephen Propolki for Third Coast Reviews. Never, ever heard of this guy in my entire life. I don't think that we ever know. worry about if they're like a reputable person that we're getting our reviews from. I get no. mine from people no, no, on no, Facebook, no. so I don't know what, why you're worried about that. No, no. Uh, it says, uh, Funhouse creates a reality show of death with... Uh, Cast too large to invest in. 
and gives it two out of four stars. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. I'll do a good one then. Uh, I couldn't find a Facebook, but on IMDb, this guy, Javi, gave it 8 out of 10. Don't understand the expectations of some of these reviewers. This is obviously an independent, independent, but the acting is decent and the plot is great. A bit too violent for my taste, but still interesting. Uh, somebody who didn't like it. Uh, 3 out of 10. Poor Black Mirror episode from Laquiche. A portion of anti-social media cliches with a lot of unnecessary violence and a weak plot. I'm totally not interested in how it ends. Uh, but person number 20 uh, says an 8 out of 10. Enjoyable popcorn humor. Uh, it's way better than the average low-budget horror, and I find the black mirrorish tone of the plot entertaining. There are some twists towards the end that wasn't necessary, but overall it was fun to watch. I I, like the tw- I thought the twist at the end yeah. was decent. Uh, it's one of those twists where you end up thinking, oh, I have to watch it twice, but not yeah. necess- I don't think you necessarily do if you were paying attention. Cool. Also coming out this week is uh, Corella. We talked about that. Uh, Estella is a young, clever grifter who is determined to make a name for herself in the fashion uh, world. She seems... Uh, soon to meet a pair of thieves who uh, appraise her appetite for mischief, and together they build a life for themselves in the street of London. However, when Estella befriends fashion legend Baroness von Hellman, she embraces her wicked side to become the wretched revenge-bent Cruella. This has uh, 7.4 out of 10 on INB, 74% on Rotten Tomatoes and 59% on Metacritic and 88% of Google users liked it. I find it like, uh, funny that I gave it 7.5 and it has 7.4 and 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. More in line with that, it doesn't really get. It sounds, I mean, when it comes to Disney live action films, I think 7 to 8 mm-hmm. is usually around where they're going to get scored. Um,. Just because they always have a budget to make it at least decent, right? So, yeah. Uh, another thing, Quiet Place Parth. Following mm-hmm. the deadly events at home, the Abbott family must face the terrors of the outside world as they continue to fight for survival in silence. Forced to venture into the unknown, they quickly realize that the creatures they hunt, that hunt by sound, are not the only threats that lurk behind the sand path. Uh, 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 71% on Metacritic, 93% like this movie. Port Authority sounds like the most boring movie in the entire world. It sounds like a 90s uh, comedy (laughs) that would have, like, Adam Sandler in it. Yes, it does. Uh, Kicked out of his home in Pennsylvania, Uh, Paul travels to New York and finds a romance with a woman who unbeknownst to him, is transgender. As they start to learn about each other, Paul lies and double life begins to surface. Uh, 81% of Google users liked it, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 77% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 64% on Metacritic. Uh, the Moby Doc 
or it's just called Moby Doc, I guess, not the uh, singer-songwriter Moby reflects on his personal life, musical career, and his struggles with addiction, uh, starring Moby. Uh, with 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 50% on Metacritic. That's actually, the score on IMDb is pretty good. I trouble so high. I love that song. I, da, da, I love Moby's uh, songs. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw Moby live. I probably did at some point. I used to love. Yeah, he had some good. He's some bangers back in the day. Uh, Endangered species. Uh, uh, is that about? Before I read, uh, something about Africa. Uh, oh really? No, I think it's probably like uh, one of those survival on an island. Everybody's got to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The oh, most dangerous awful. person, or the most dangerous animal, man. That's in this movie. Okay, let's see if we are both uh, both uh, both right. Because mm-hmm. intense action-packed survival adventure about the wealthy family to, to travels to vast Africa. Hey, oh my gosh, the uh, wilderness of Kenya, hoping uh, for a dream vacation filled with excitement, bonding, and chance to fix their growing rifts within the family. Sounds like you were more uh, right than me. Yes. Uh, 4.7 uh, out of 10 on IMDb, 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, 72% of Google users like this movie. Uh, American Trader, uh, The Trial of Axis Sally, I think is what it's called, uh, after being forced by the Nazis to sing defeatist war propaganda... Mildred Gillars is captured by American authorities and sent to trial. After agreeing to defend her, James Lofton, her lawyer, struggles to redeem her reputation. Uh, Mm. 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. 79% of Google users liked it. It's got Al Pacino. um, Meadow Williams. uh, Yeah. Uh, out of these movies, uh, which one do I want to most see? I have to say, A Quiet Place Park. I mean, yeah, I, I think that to... that goes without saying. It's got the best scores as yeah. well, and is the most hyped up. And I've, I want to say it was on my most anticipated this year as well as last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, audibletrial.com uh, slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Get a free trial. Get a free book. Get a 30-day free trial. Cancel it. Keep the book. You're not going to cancel it because it's really good. And it costs uh, a lot of money, and I use a lot of money on books. I should not use as much money on Audible that I do. <laughs> do Boo Audible. Uh, become uh, ad- an addiction heroin as well. Go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Next week, we will talk of uh, uh, Panic Episode 2. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that we're, we're probably going to at least keep on going. I, I think so. Unless this episode is somehow incredibly terrible, I think we'll probably yes. keep going, yeah. Uh, we will do off another digital review of Samaritan. Samaritan. Yeah. Samaritan. 
That was hard for me to say. It's about a nice guy? I bet it's about a guy who thinks he's not being nice, but he's actually like a serial killer, and he thinks he's being oh, a yeah. Samaritan. Oh, good one. We'll cover the news of the week. Uh, Jeremy Round. Uh, did you see uh, Trisha with her uh, pride hair? Uh, yeah. I, I listened to the episode, but I had to go back and just watch the first, like, two minutes to see what <laughs> what it was all about. And, I mean, it clearly wasn't her hair. It's like a giant wig, but it, no. it looked kind of cool, I guess. See, I mean, she went it all is. out. I thought it was hilarious that she's like, I don't actually know what gra- gay pride means or why we're celebrating it. Right. But, but I really yeah. like dressing up. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> okay, Tracer. <laughs> You're the only person in the world that could get away with saying that, but sure. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of it is kind of cute. Speaking of H uh, three, yeah. they talked about this, but I I've been meaning to talk about it for a while. Uh, this shifting Harry Potter shifting thing that's going on online. Oh, yeah. Have you talk done any? Re- I I had to do a little more research into this to, to like figure out exactly what the hell was going on. These people think this is legit. Like. Yep. There's some people that really think that they're able to like transform or transfer their consciousness into the Harry Potter world and live yes. there and like experience it and then come back to this reality or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They don't like. You would think some of them would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just able to like create a lucid dream and like put myself into a dream world," but they just think it's like an alternate reality. Yeah, I find it very, very confusing. I understand how if you have, like, really lucid dreams, you could fe- it, that could feel like an alternate reality. I mean, have you ever had, like, a really, really lucid kind of dream where you felt like I, you were... I have I have it every night because the pills I go where right. I am on gives me very vivid uh, dreams. So I can see how somebody... Uh, I also know a lot of... I've, some of the research I've done is, like, there's a specific point in REM sleep, specifically if you, like, mm. only nap for, like, say, an hour, and you just mm. enter that REM state for, like, a specific amount of, like, a short amount of time, that can be, like, the most intense part of REM sleep, which would explain why they're having such vivid dreams if they're just doing a short, like, nap. Um, so there are, like, scientific explanations to what's going on. It's just weird that all these people... There's, like, a online delusion that it that it's real and it's just weird <laughs> yeah uh have you heard about this dream controversy the, uh, the youtuber theory? yeah no well i think i heard something about a controversy but i don't what's going on so uh people were uh, he's most known for speed runs and he has had had a very like speed run of my minecraft yeah. Where he's like, I did not cheat, I did not cheat, I did not cheat. Well, he he came out with an apology where he more or less uh, said he cheated. More or less, meaning what? Um, that he said that he wasn't aware that he had cheated. Oh. That he had to, yeah. Um, like, how, like, was it a... Did he use a bug, or was there? Did he put like in he, a code, or like what? Yeah, he had used. He had used. Uh, uh, what do you call it when you when you have like extra outside? 
no, uh, no clip program. Oh, I an extra so. outside I... program that was working with Minecraft. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I thought you meant like uh, you, where you could go outside the map, which that's no clip, but yeah. Right. So no, he had used something like that, and he uh, and he didn't he, know he didn't know it was still on. Is that the idea? Right. Yes. Huh. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how much I believe it. I think that was the excuse that uh, Billy Mitchell made when he cheated at Donkey Kong, right? Do you remember King of Kong where Billy Mitchell was like, oh, I didn't know that there was an altered uh, computer chip board in in that that machine. How was I supposed to know that? (laughs) It's kind of the same excuse in a way. Uh, a friend of ours, Adam Signor, uh, Andy Signor, he was on uh, Wipeout, and he did a, 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 a thing where he uh, talked about his experience and how he almost died on Wipeout. Wait, he did it on Wipeout, or he did it on his on his show? On his show, Popcorn Planet. Oh, okay. I, I, it sounded like he, he you, you made it sound like he went on Wipeout and then talked about on Wipeout how he almost died on no, Wipeout. No. Okay, yeah, no. no. I see what you're saying. Why was he on Wipeout? Did they do a celebrity edition or something? And he was on. Uh, he was there as a contestant. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Crystal and Saga are leaving Rising. That just happened. Like, yeah. Yesterday, they announced it, um, came kind of out of nowhere. I For the last week, I noticed that they were kind of, they had a weird choppy schedule where there was like, the new. there's two new people on Rising now, and Crystal and Saga are, are starting their own show, apparently, but the two new people last week were kind of being staggeredly put in with the other co-hosts to kind of like transition, and then on Tuesday, yesterday, they announced, oh, yeah, Crystal and Sagar are, are leaving, and that they did like a podcast that I sent you for. They I don't know if you watched that, but they said on it I did, yeah, that they're leaving because they don't like how corporate the hill is, and they want to be yeah. more independent actors. They felt like they not necessarily were being silenced, but that they couldn't say what they always wanted to say or go as far with the topics as, as they wanted to go because they were working for a corporate news outlet, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting revelation i i mean do you follow the rising or have you been following no. the rising up to now okay because i've been mm-hmm. watching okay. i i watch it pre- pretty regularly or at least like the videos that i find interesting um mm-hmm. but i don't know if i'll keep watching it with these two new hosts because the reason i watched it really was i like these these two uh and they're gonna have their own show that i can go and watch that that's doing basically the same thing. So why would I continue to watch Rising? But I don't know. Maybe I will. You know, I I I I listened to that podcast and I I I got a new renowned respect for both of them. It was very clear, like why they left and things like that. And I I feel like they kind of yeah, I liked it. They it kind of came out of nowhere because like there was no run up to it there was no like oh we're thinking about leaving or any anything like that it was just like all of a sudden oh two new hosts on rising and then i was like well where did where did the old hosts go and then they come out with a podcast so very interesting day and 
that yesterday. I guess what? Oh, and then the Sam Cedar video I sent you with about H three. Mm. That was. I think that that's going to end up being a thing because I bet you yeah. in the next two episodes of H3, we're going to see him talk about this clip that I sent to you. And then it's going to end up right. being a back and forth kind of thing is my feeling. I sent you a link to a video I really want us to see. Oh, uh, I, ha- I, I see have uh, heard uh, this rumor uh, that Netflix uh, will come out with more interactive experiences. Oh, uh, so like uh, Bear Grylls one that we watched recently. Right. Uh, but this is going to be uh, about... Uh, have you ever seen Head, Head Face on, on Netflix? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's kind of like it, it's talking about like uh, yoga and things like that. Uh, no, that, I don't think uh, I've this ever... Is going to be the like, animation looks uh, familiar. Like I've seen it before, but I don't know. Okay, but we're going to watch the trailer for Unwind Your Mind, an interactive experience. I have not seen this before. Okay. So this is going to be interesting for both of you. I just know that it's going to be interactive, and we'll see if we get any clues. Are you ready? Yeah, give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. Googly eyes. Hi. Hi. What would you like to do today? Oh. Choose okay. your path. Meditate, relax, or sleep. So is this How about l- some space to relax? Hmm. This is maybe the intro? Is this like a... What do they call those things? Anxiety notebooks or whatever? But, but first, how are you it's like an anxiety notebook that's like an interactive... video. Yeah. You're almost there. I could probably use this. Yeah. Everyone has a different journey. This is going to be interesting okay. to see. Right? I wonder how long it is, because it seems like you. it can't be that long, right? But maybe it is. I'm still like... <laughs> I'm not 100% getting... experience for all your moods. I'm 100% understanding what it is exactly, but... Only on Netflix. It's a guided meditation. Kind of. Yeah. But it's a video, so you, how would you close your eyes to meditate if it's... You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I think... I'm, I'm def- we're definitely going to try this out. I think it, it looks more like an anti-anxiety thing than a meditation... Well, I guess the meditation thing is kind of that, but, like, it said... One of yeah. the sections at the beginning said, do you want to meditate, relax, or what was the other one? Sleep. 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 So I yeah. think it, it might also be, like... Uh, you might be able to put it on in the background with headphones while you're trying to sleep as like a sleep aid as well. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's multiple things. Yeah, we will definitely check it out when it comes out. Did it have a date? Maybe I'll I'll look uh, 15th. it up. Oh, cool! All right, I think so. We got a couple uh, weeks. Uh, I don't have anything more. Um, what did I write anything else down here? No, no, no. I talked about that. Talked about that. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I was I was eating something and I had a... You know when you smell something and you get a weird memory? I was smelling... Yes. Uh, Campbell's... Some kind of Campbell's soup. Campbell's tomato soup. and Or potato soup. And it bring back a memory from childhood of me winning at Mario Kart 64 with my feet. 
beating a kid who is playing with his hands <laughs> with my feet. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I thought it was something funny to remember. Uh, I like Sad Boy. I will say it now. Uh, I, I don't like that kind of punk music, or that poppy uh, punk music, but I know a lot of people like it, so. I, I really think it's cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, I think that's everything. Yep. Uh, from Norway, my name is Fro. From the US, my name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. <laughs> <laughs>